0: Wake the Dead with Sean McCann. Welcome to wake the dead today i'm delighted to have a guest here who is an actual activist who does things with his life and makes change in the world for the positive
1: mr matt landman welcome hi sean thank you so much for having me on how are you today i'm very good i'm delighted to have you
0: uh let's let's tell the people what who you are and why you're here. You, uh, you have a website, actualactivists.com. You also have a clothing line, Sparrow Gear. And you produced a film called Franken Skies. Would you like to uh, tell us a little more about yourself?
1: Uh, yes, thank you. Uh, so, who I am is um, I'm a normal guy turned activist. Uh, so I grew up in Virginia, and I had a pretty normal life. I've worked just about every single job you can imagine, around 45 jobs. Uh, you, you can basically name a job out there in the world that's, you know, and I've, I've done it. And, and that's cool, because I feel like I can identify with people and, and literally walk up to someone on the street with a Franken-skies flyer and be like hey you know and know how to speak to them you know right depending on you look kind of into their soul like i met you yesterday really quick and i saw your eyes <laughs> either <laughs> way i i was like oh man this is a brother right immediately yes. i was like oh man because we kind of developed that intuition over it's like street smarts yes. but we developed we've developed it over our lives and we develop it as an activist too kind of looking and uh and to kind of what situations are out there in the world and how to kind of dodge those bullets right. in the world of truth and what have you. So I'm an, I started off a pretty normal dude. And then I, um, I wanted to check out California and go back to school because I had gone to Virginia Tech, got a bachelor's in uh, business and it wasn't getting me very far. I still was just working normal jobs. And you know, that lifestyle is just not for the, the kind of person that I am like astrologically, uh, for instance, I'm a water monkey. Um, pardon me. I'm a metal monkey. I'm a metal monkey. Sorry. I'm mm-hmm. like, a, I'm very much water empathy, but um, as far as Chinese astrology, I'm a metal monkey, which is interesting. Born in 1980, metal monkey. And, I'm, and I mold metal for clothing. I make silver clothing. And also I'm a Scorpio and I'm not going to stay put and have someone tell me what to do. You know, it's, it's just like, that's who I ended up becoming. So I, from Virginia to California, I kept moving and, you know, grass is always greener, kept going back home to live with my friends and kept moving to California for other awesome reasons. I could go snorkeling, you know, I could, I could try to surf or whatever, which I never liked, but, but either way, after 13 cross-country trips and traveling the United States and what have you, I finally went back to school, got a master's in business in Northern California in this rural agriculture community um, called Humboldt State. Is the University California State University of Humboldt? It's a county. It's known for um, agriculture and cannabis, yes. especially. Yes. Um, and the school that I went to, the university, is great because now the schools are totally hijacked. And I got to go through this like cohort atmosphere where we gave presentations. And I actually, whatever, I went to film school at the same time. Um, and it's all kind of an indoctrination. That's but beautiful. being able to being able to be with your peers and and do yes. these kind of things, it was. It was yes. actually pretty magical in a very small environment because in, when I went to Virginia Tech, it was like a thousand people in a classroom at times, you know, like yeah. huge auditoriums. And now I had this small, tight-knit environment. Right. And with, fine, I'm sorry, but,
0: but uh, yeah. with the, with an art class, you get the critique from your peers that you care about. Like you see their work and you respect what they're doing and then they see your work and then they can tell you what you don't even see and you can grow. It's really art, art school is far and above better than regular business, whatever school you, you used to go to. I'm delighted that you went to film school. I, I myself went to photography school, so please go ahead.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love I that. Can relate, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, when you have that eye and part, that you, you have that lens in which you see through the, you see the world, you can right. be a photographer or a filmmaker. And I always wanted to go to film school, but growing up in Virginia, there really wasn't an in-state school. So I got California in-state residency, but to get student loans, I had to pursue a higher education and keep going to business school. So I'm getting the master's in business, graduated top of my class, but really I just did it to get go to film school. So while, <laughs> while getting wow. my, while getting my MBA, I went to film school and it was 16 millimeter film, like you put it That's, in yes. the dark and you're right. taking, you
0: actually develop it. Yeah. 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 You're Real. taking tw-
1: 28 pictures per second is right. how we the human eye sees. We yes. see 28 pictures per second. Any slower or faster, it's sped up or slowed down. Right. And yes, what you said, it opens up a whole different part of your brain the critique process and and it's so cool to be amongst your peers and see how they think and how they see the world and how you see the world. And I pride myself in being able to see a movie and be like that should not be in the movie that portion it's just like it's awkward right. and it's, the it's, editing it's, was bad right yeah I shouldn't have edited that way yeah there's certain <clears throat> things um that I can see that I mm-hmm. feel like other people aren't as good at seeing, and what have you and I think that developed mind helps me see the world and right. be able to like see 9-11 for what it is or whatever or mm-hmm. even be able to come out with Franken Skies because that takes a little bit of an eye to be able to make narrow things down and work, work together with you know film filmmaking is, is something else. It's really right. special. Um a, photography is great and I love mm-hmm. that. And I I love photography. That's my first passion. I wow. ended up I ended up at Burning Man yes. at one at one point and I took a thousand Belly button photos, and, <laughs> and it was this like amazing experience for me because each person, you know, I, I tell them, hi, I'm making a photo mosaic of a newborn baby, um, of all these, oh, wow. f- photos oh, of the belly, uh, button. belly buttons. I'm right. trying to the get connection
0: something. to the baby in the adult, where the yeah yeah the physical brings point
1: brings yeah, life, yeah. Right. yeah, life source, you know, mm-hmm. and um, I'm like I'm taking a thousand belly button photos. Would you like to be a <laughs> part of it? and everyone you know at burning man they're all dressed up they're they all got, happy and yeah yeah of <laughs> and most, a lot of them are nude and they have their belly buttons out for sure yeah. And boom boom i got a belly button photo and you know i give them a hug say i love you and i'm on my way after a thousand i love yous dude in an environment yeah. like that i was glowing i had like a i felt my soul was like elevating on a higher vibration of yes something like I it was something totally new to me I never even had felt that way and so that burning man belly button baby I've got it on my Flickr. I ended up getting uh flickers cool you can hold like a terabyte of photos uh, flicker.com slash burning man photos is where I is where my flicker is and it's okay. really legit I got some awesome landscape photos and stuff in there Wonderful. And I've, never, I've never dropped that on a podcast before because that's like <laughs> the, the real Matt but so basically Wonderful. I had this eye for the world and I love the world and everything's beautiful right and, and then chemtrails came whew, kicked me in the face right. and, I, and, and then i started really waking up you know i thought that i was on you know i was, I was lecturing people on 9 11 oh you don't know the government bloody blood and, and fluoride i knew about that but mm-hmm. that's all that's all i knew i didn't know these deeper things at right. all so my story that the normal guy i'm 35 years old i thought i knew everything. I came from uh, Fairfax County public schools, the best public schools in the nation, right outside Washington D.C. Right, <laughs> most of my most of my friends, a- almost all of them, ended up with high paying government jobs, uh, right. north, of, north of Grumman and you name it, all these. Yeah. Jobs. And I got in a little trouble growing up, and. I didn't think I could get a government job. I wouldn't even that big a deal. But when I was 18, I got in a little, just a little bit of you know, cannabis you know, problems. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Same, same here. <laughs> and in Virginia, and in Virginia, that ain't no joke. Yeah. And I know. So, um, especially whatever. back
0: then when it was, when you were young, when we were both young, it was still very illegal everywhere. Didn't matter what state, like all states, it was still illegal. You know, now it's Oregon and the rest. Everybody, it's like you go to the store and it's a fucking it's like a it's it's like walking into a circus everybody get here have this take that you know colors and you know they're just trying to shove it at you but in the old days they were making money off of putting you in a prison they were making money off of charging you for lawyers like that was where the money was coming from for them and it was a whole system and we got we got ground into the fucking into the into the pie you know we got shoved into the grinder and like both of our lives were affected that way i turned 20 in jail like i was you know just selling wheat like whatever but anyway go ahead please continue sorry yeah, i just keep relating us no
1: no 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 please do i think that's okay. great it's great to have a conversation mm-hmm. um because we're real human beings with, with blood pulsing through our veins that's right everyone else and mm-hmm. we have souls and stuff and i a uh, blessing and a curse um getting in trouble at a young age but I'm I'm thankful for it because everything shaped me, you know, yes. and, and and got me to travel and push push me out of and break me out of my mold and got me to see the world for what it is. And and now I'm I have a company that's leading the global industry in EMF protective clothing. And I'm like, I'm I'm dumbfounded by the success that's potentially occurring right yeah. before my eyes. I mean, I'm like, I'm getting there and it's and it's amazing and very it's it's something it's really something. So um I'm so happy for you. That's Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much.
0: You're being so, your true self. You're being your best self and the world is making it happen. Like the, the gears are turning and you are being put in your proper place, you know, like you might've started at the public school, just like everybody else. But the way that the wheat and the chaff get separated, you're being pushed up. Everybody else is falling down, you know, just because you're being yourself and, you know, in the moment for every moment, you're being your true self. And that's, that's really all it takes to, to live the life that we're, that we're meant to lead, you know, and I, I'm stepping into my, my true path and all of us, like, let's, let's hope we're all stepping into our true path, do our true will in the world. I mean, you're doing it, you're, you know, against all odds, just you, you know, I mean, you got like one employee you're talking about, like, friend you know that's helping and um i'm very happy for you that's that's i hope all of us can be so lucky
1: yeah thanks i think it's like a harmonization and i'm not trying to like uh gloat or anything like that i just want everyone to know that (laughs) the path of truth the path of activism um you kind of let go and you trust that you're doing the right thing i have an example i have lots of examples but the community that i'm living in there's now like thriving pods, these small schools that don't enforce what the public schools are doing right now. Mm-hmm. And just these, these parents or a parent, like getting the land and being like, I'm going to do this teeny little school. Now it's like thriving all of a sudden. Yeah. And I know, I know people, if they came up with like a freedom grocery store in these different communities, if you just trust that you're honoring yes. truth, you're honoring the truth, right? Yes. Dude, we live in this world of, firstly, it's a world of polarity and duality. false falsehoods and lies are all they want to propagate so truth is definitely going to thrive if all they are doing is is this one dark side of the yin and the yang you know what i mean right people are hungry
0: for a, a solid rock to stand on and once they find morality and like love you know that's that's then everything realigns the way it's supposed to everybody's deracinated nobody knows where they stand or what you know, they got no family and they got no, you know, everything has been destroyed by the Satanists that are fucking attacking our culture and our people's minds. And like once, but I mean, that's why Jesus is so good for the, for the Christians. Like it gives them a solid foundation. Like, how do you treat people? How do you love yourself? Like these kind of, you know, important things. And then, then once you get there and you're around others who feel the same, you can heal and you can grow and, you know, and I, 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 cherish Christians. I mean, I'm not a Christian person. Like I'm not a religious, like, cause I, you know, the further you go in, the more mind control it becomes, you know, but the idea like of Jesus and like a Buddha, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And like, we can live that in our, you know, personally in our own lives. And once you are, start shining that light, other people want to be part of that and they want to shine their own light too. And, It just grows and like this evil system is destroying us on all ends and it's not given anybody any choices and the only choice is to walk away and make something new like agorism the term agorism uh to to walk away from this system of slavery to create something of our own Like, we can grow food, we can build houses, we can we can build roads if we choose, you know, people don't have to be scared. And once we build it already, it will give the people that are still in the system and struggling, they can turn and see, oh, this thing is already built in here. And these people are thriving. Maybe I'll just step over there and be with them instead, you know, and then it'll be like a wave, the entire system will collapse. It'll be like the fucking Berlin Wall that will tear the shit down, and then you know when the fucking people like Hitler start yelling at podiums, we can laugh and turn around and walk away instead of being like, "Woo!" You know, mind control like I don't know shit. But so okay, continue. Right? You were you were talking about you. So you uh, you found yourself, and you um, and now you're doing it in the world, and you you're finding success. And it's, um, you know, you're surprised, but I think you deserve it. And um, when when the chemtrails, you said the chemtrail idea or understanding of it hit you in the face, like, um, so you understood fluoride, and you understood, uh, you know, probably GMOs or whatever, like, and then you learned chemtrails, and on your website. <clears throat> actualactivists.com there's tabs of all these different things that people need to learn and like fluoride and gmo and chemtrails and you know and the people can click and they can learn about you know the dangers of all these things and that's the one thing that's in common is that they're all dangerous and they all attack the humanity they and when you when you go down the rabbit hole and you see and you learn, like, what's really going on, you recognize that you are being attacked by psychopaths. And then when you open, you clear your vision and you can see that, holy shit, they're attacking us on all levels. The food, the water, the air, this franken is, you know, very... Uh, very good for people to learn their the basic understanding of what they're doing to our air and all that lands on the food you know that we're eating it's like it's total poison and the fluoride is poison you know just like the the coal ash in, in the air is poison and then you look gmos is poison and then you think and then you listen to them and bill gates talks about reducing population like and then you look back at where that came from—the eugenics movement—and then you learn more about, uh, you know, population control, and how in the ancient days they used to burn babies to Moloch to control their population, and it's it's all just an extension of this same evil idea. And then when we realize that we are in the crosshairs of these psychopaths that want to kill, that should give us uh, some some impetus to get out of there and to not be a victim anymore like once people recognize that it's a war and that we need to stand up and fight so to protect ourselves we need to take no shit we need to stand up and not walk into the slaughterhouse like they tell us i mean we're kept cattle and when once we realize that shit that is the real waking up (laughs) that when people say you woke you know you've been awake yet like once you realize that it's, it's evil people trying to kill us, that's the real waking up. You know, please, uh, what do you think about what I just said? I just gave a bunch, but.
1: No, I love it. I love it. And the best thing about all of that is the opportunity for unity. Unity across the board, embracing truth, okay? And it's hard because it's an us versus them And that's kind of a tough pill to swallow because we don't, well, we're programmed to to think that that's like a a sci-fi kind of fairy tale thing, firstly. But secondly, we don't wanna join forces with the us because that would mean like male and female and black and white and gay and this and that, we'd all be together and we're trained to be divided, right? But we are all together on this front of being attacked together because look at it, our, yeah. everything's, especially the chemtrails. Okay, you, when you mentioned earlier uh, Christians, okay, and I've been wanting to, to um, I held this thought and I really want to get this out. I don't identify with anything either. I mean, there's this whole paradigm of, of um, left right, of, um, there's this whole paradigm. There's all these different things that they want us to fight over right now. And I'm trying to take a step back from all of it and kind of zen my way through it and, and let my um, elevation of consciousness through whatever the stars, because I think that there's something, there's a big distraction right now and they want yes. us to fight. They want us to fight for right. sure. And it's an owning of your frequency. You, know? you can be in the battle, but you don't have to have your frequency controlled by the bad guys that are, yeah. in, that are trying to control your frequency. Okay? Mm-hmm. So there is this opportunity for unity right now. And I went to a physical therapist because I have this bulge disc. Never been in more pain in my entire life. The past six months has been like unreal. I went to this um, Truthzilla, but did uh, like a freedom cell kind of conference in, in Malala, Oregon. And I went and spoke up there and I did like a four hour drive or whatever. I can't sit, right? Because of this bulge disc. The pain, bro, like I learned about breathing and like uh, ch- chanting and like, holding a vibration of tone in my body like while in the car like I can put a tone through my body that eliminates the pain bro like I've never experienced such pain in my life but I swear it's not even real (laughs) like like it's it there's a training there everything's an opportunity going to jail when you're 20 years old for cannabis is an opportunity to buck the system and see with the truth and to not get a government job and all these different things like the universe and God hands you these opportunities and you can either look at it as a blessing or a curse and live in gratitude or not. So it's, I went to this physical therapist after the chiropractor had me bend in the wrong way and totally injured me. I'm like, I'm sorry to say, but I went to this physical therapist and he's amazing. And he's a very much um, norm normal guy, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Christian. Okay. And in a normal world, I would be very hesitant to, well, I mean, I'm, I'm the chemtrail dude, you know, somebody asks me who I am. I don't like to lie. I don't lie. I don't sugarcoat anything anymore. And, you know, I, I just say, I made a documentary about weather modification history. They want to take it further. Franken skies. They want to take it further. They're in for, uh, uh, an opening experience. It's a great film, by the way. Thank you very much. If you haven't seen Franken skies, it's, I think it's one of the best documentaries or best movies ever made. And it's because um, I tried so hard because I didn't want to be on the screen. I don't want it to be about me. It's not sure. about me. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's my journey and I can go get back to that because you kind of glazed over it and it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. I found myself and blah, 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 but it took like six years of like, of, of misery. And like, I didn't just poof, wake up to chemtrails. I, I saw him right in my face and didn't know what I was seeing on the farm, weather engineering, Time and time again until okay. someone had to plant the seed for me, the power of the seed. It's unreal. And I can um, go over that um, in a sec. But I, I started talking to my Christian physical therapist about this. And here's what's going on right now. The evil is showing itself. And yes. the, evil is, the evil is actually showing itself as, so um, correct me if I'm wrong, because I kind of blocked all this out coming from D.C. When I, where I grew up. There's left is Republicans. Okay, yeah. And right is Democrats and they're blue. No, the okay. other way. The other way around. I, uh, <laughs> the yeah, other way. Yeah. Democrats are left. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, The opposite of what I said. Yeah, so yeah. so, Democrats <laughs> are the um, right, the left, the left, yeah, the, yeah. Radical, the radical left right now. So the radical left is like the current administration. Mm-hmm. And the radical left are basically Satanists. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. And the and the the Christians are on the right, and they're on the middle right, rad- the radical right, and just the right. Mm-hmm. And they're like they're like Satan has come. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, yeah. And and they want you to get the mark of the beast. I mean. And whoa. they want you to get the mark <laughs> of the beast, and they they're pushing this global warming climate change. Yeah thing which is pure evil and 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 out of that is coming like geoengineering the dimming of the sun so here i am and i've got this amazing opportunity before i was like this is how you can talk to them it's it dude the 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 unity that we're seeing in the world right now the bond is truth right okay and the other bond is lies you know i mean if you want to bond over lies you can go put a bunch of, but there's a
0: million lies. There's only one truth. I mean, how do you bond on that? You know,
1: go ahead. I I mean, I can crack some jokes, but like, you don't, (laughs) you don't want to bond on falsehoods. You're not resonating on that. And that's why they have us living so many lies like NASA and these different things. And as long Mm -hmm. as we can um, concede and co-create and agree to, and consent to these lies, we live a lie we are a lie, we're, vibra- we're vibrating in a lie, we're not harmonized, and we're not these manifesting, co-creating gods that we are, we're not all as powerful as we could be, because the truth isn't what we're all vibrating on, right. I swear my powers get taken away if I even say a white lie to a kid, you know what I mean, I'm just like, I try to be as yeah. in my truth, as I possibly can that's you know like even the belly button baby thing I wouldn't have told that story on the radio a couple of years ago but I'm, I'm my true authentic self as much as humanly possible right. in that vibration people see it and they're like they're like oh he's not a scam artist he's trying to line clothing with silver to protect us right oh that's nice exactly. oh he sells he sells his movie for three dollars That <laughs> that seems pretty nice you know yeah, what I mean yeah, like yeah. I'm I'm I am who I am and the the, the fruit, the tree, you know, judge a tree, a tree by its fruits, what have you. But I was so happy and shocked and amazed that um, I ended up, I went on the Richie Allen show, international show, and I, mm-hmm. um, it, it's an hour long and it, it was short and sweet. And I sent the link to the physical therapist and he listened to it, right? I mean, I, I, I may have cried or something when I, he told me that he did because it's like the truth is now, okay so here's the deal as truth bringer seeker i mean like i've been saying this on different podcasts and forgive me for repeating myself but we have been planting seeds of truth all over the place even right now we're planting seeds of truth and in every bit of our life we can even plant seeds of truth by saying oh look at that weird light in the sky that isn't normal or look at that beautiful fluffy cloud there's no planes today look at this abnormality you know just by planting these seeds of truth we can help Bring it along with the children and whatever. Right. I mean, there's so many different things that can be done, and we were doing so much in my website and whatever, and all these things. So now, the metaphor of the seed the ground that the seeds have been planted it's fertile. in is so ready. Yes, it's got it all, yeah. it's got everything we need. The yeah. rain has been pounding down on it, the seed is just ready. The sun yeah. is the nutrients. I mean, I mean, the, the manure has decomposed, and it's yeah, yeah ready <laughs>
0: they got the tea and everything but, right and they, know, the, the micro... more they the more they push their agendas the more obvious that people aren't going to want to take the shots and aren't going to want to do whatever you know like they're they're pushing it so hard like why well, you got to push it what huh i was on the people that were on the side of them the the government and the controllers and the fucking satanists they're starting to be like wait a minute you know i know people that like have gotten the shot and they're like wait what huh like after they're like oh shit because now they see their their foot fuck- the, the evil ones are pulling off their mask and they're like all right get in the camp motherfuckers get on the train <laughs> you know what i mean it's just a shower like okay you know we remember the nazis and guess what that's who's running this shit now, <laughs> you know, like, and we we, you know, you and I grew up in a generation where every day on history channel is like, Nazis are bad. Nazis are bad. And then like you grow up in fucking Klaus Schwab is up there in this fucking space costume, like telling people about how they're going to own nothing and like it. And what the fuck, man? It's like, it's like James Bond movies are real now. And everybody that grew up in this culture and all fucking hero stories are like good against evil, you know, and they've all and they've been twisting what the idea of good is and moral relativism and they've been seeding that into their fucking culture to create more little Satanists and, but now they, people are waking up to, to what they're doing and they're, you know, my show itself wake the dead like these people have dead consciousness, and they are waking up and they can, you know, they can tune into this frequency of truth. And it's, you know, I've never met you until yesterday. And you are saying the same words that I'm saying, they're coming out of your mouth also. And all people got to do is like, pay attention, because it's only one truth, you know. And once you see that there's no like, um, contradictions, in these people that are that are expressing with their heart, then, you, then people, it's going to be a no-brainer. You got these psychopaths telling you to do this and they fucking owned your whole life. Or you got these people that are trying to tell you, hey, get out of the system. It's evil. You're a slave. Like, come on, we got this other thing. And you can wear these this gear that doesn't let you get radiated by them. And you can like listen to these, this good information that feeds your brain actual fucking information and fucking real emotionally um, like aligned with truth content you know and uh it i mean people like people that i know personally who were totally not paying attention like i i have shared with them and i've spoken with them and i see them blossom and grow into different people and that is happening everywhere and like you're saying if the ground is fertile for truth and the more that we have shows and the more Fucking shows are con- conglomerated onto networks, the more it becomes, the more people are listening, the easier it is for them to listen. They can't put the truth back in the toothpaste tube. It's like, it's out and people are, you know, people are listening and it's beautiful. Like, And so go ahead, please respond. I didn't want to go ahead. Do no, you, how um, do you when, feel about that?
1: Well, when you said that we're both um probably uh, feeling and thinking the same thing because but we're saying the same things and it's yes. pretty obvious. Um, I've, I do believe that there's a collective consciousness that is on um, a crash course destiny for some sort of higher vibration, whether it be in physicality or not. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, mm-hmm. but there's definitely something that's happening together. And um, when I first got on the chemtrail uh, rampage and really devoted my life to it and whatnot, and that was a whole process of years and years of first trusting the activists that were doing it and not and thinking that I couldn't do it and that I was only one voice and not thinking there was good and evil and not not realizing that it could you know giving it all the benefit of the doubt there's this whole like journey of the soul thing when you really start to like look up and wake up like look up wake up was this whole thing yeah. but then when I really started like look up wake up and really hammering that right mm-hmm. Well, recently, I've started living in Ashland, Oregon. It's this valley. Uh, the valley runs north to south, and I've been here for over a year. When I first moved here, the town was burned down by, um, wow, it was like 2,000 low-income homes obliterated in the middle of the day, and it was definitely the path of the cell tower and these certain smart meters. It had to do with electrofrequency and the things that melted never should have. It was just mind-blowing. And it was like right when I arrived. So hold that thought there, brother. Please, yes, definitely, yes. So there was that. And this is all just like consciousness, like I'm here to witness these things and all this. So now living in this valley, I've been really kind of getting tuned into really looking at the sky. It's an agriculture community. I really watch the sun. I watch the clouds. I watch the chemtrails. I watch the sky, the sky, the sky, the sky, the sky. I watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. I've been watching the moon. I'm 41. I'll be 41 in October. I'm 40 years old. I've of course have been around the moon my whole life. Duh. I sure. was a photographer. I'm still kind of a photographer. Right. And I, I remember going to Washington DC like almost a decade ago for one of the first super moons. And right oh, yeah. as, it, as it rose on the Lincoln Memorial, everybody was taking all these photos and I was there to get a good photo because I live right. right outside the city. There's right. just something to do. Mm -hmm. or whatever go get a good shot yeah and so i can't believe that for my whole life i've never i've never just kind of like i've thought about the moon i've questioned it i've questioned it like crazy over the past like decade like the the light is the opposite of sunlight and like you always see one face and we never went there and like there's so so many things that i'm just like huh like what is what is up with that why is it the same size as the sun Mm -hmm. why you know it's exactly like whoa Okay, so the other day, recently, I was just enjoying the sunset, and the sun was setting right there. It was like, a, you know, a few weeks ago now, mm-hmm. or two weeks ago, probably. And then right as the sun was setting, the orange ball on Ooh, the yeah. other, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the moon comes up, the, yeah. full, the full moon. It's great when you see both. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, everybody yeah. has, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm wondering if you've been thinking about it at all because I have, and I'll tell you why. I think it's okay. something really deeper and more spiritual. So the full moon only rises at sunset. Yes. The, the full moon's never just like rising at a little after sunset or something like that. Then it wouldn't be full because it would be at a different angle. But it, tr- it, tr- it goes right. across the whole sky and it's still full. And how come it never is? Oh, right. Yeah, how right. come it because, knows when the sun is setting? Because we're
0: turning, yeah. Oh, we, well, yeah, it's, it's the light from the sun. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: I don't but know. How, if- come, <laughs> how come it knows when the sun is setting like an hour later, like at this time of year, how come the moon is there, right there? Like it right. goes through its whole s- rotation of, of waxing and waning, and then it's there again, like boom, full yeah. moon on. Doesn't it seem weird, that yeah. the timing of it all?
0: Well, it's, I mean, there. I guess weird is subjective like i think it seems normal because that's how it's built it should be that way i think you know but uh because in order to get the fullness to get the full moon it has to have direct sun so like if it's up here when it's uh like if it rises sooner then that means it's not direct and we we aren't like in the beam of light because like the light passes right over us and then goes into the moon you know yeah, like, that's that. how we have to see it from that perspective in order for mm-hmm. it to be like that, yeah. and it's magical when that happens. Because
1: I mean, I don't know, I've, something, yeah. something's not making, something's not adding up for me, and <laughs> and that's it. That's all I have to say sure. about that. But let's right, talk right. about the homes burning. No, the, oh the, right, the, please. The, okay. Also, this the there's there's so much in the sky that like if we start to watch, the North Star hardly moves, and there's there's things that are right. showing themselves that I feel like the chemtrails and the media and all this stuff, it's a distraction from it all. Mm. I, don't, I don't buy the moon um, transgressing the whole sky with this little bit of our shadow on it when there's all these motions and I don't buy it. I don't buy that the moon right. is rising at the same spot where it did a year ago with all these motions. Mm. I'm not buying any of it. And even though you gave me the explanation, which I've seen and sure. I've been told this ex- explanation before, Okay. I'm, still not, I'm still not even really buying that. Well, that's because, good. Because the moon goes around the freaking hole. It doesn't change. Like, it, I there's, know. there's so much going on I know. that doesn't make any sense. And the fact that the light off the moon is not reflected sunlight. It doesn't make, that is not, that is factually. You don't think so? No, no, no. It's opposite, dude. It, um, the light off the moon, it makes mold and fungus grow, hmm. okay? And it makes um, things decompose like necro whatever the word is right? necrosis they, necrosis exactly sunlight does the exact opposite and right. it's a warm it's a warm light too right. and it's yellow versus white and if you do the thermometer test it's on youtube whatever people mm-hmm. do the full moonlight versus the shade the shade is always warmer the, yeah full, the moonlight is colder it has opposite properties mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a few other uh, uh bullet points right that I'll maybe i'm sure
0: there's that. i'm sure that there's
1: there are
0: elements that we are unaware of that are yet have yet to be discovered like i'm sure that we don't have it all figured out that's for sure i don't know if it's if it creates its own light or whatever like i've had these arguments with with people before where they say like when the moon turns red it's because it's shining red on purpose and i'm like yeah well the red bends around the earth and that's why it lights because red bends the way that you know with a prism so I've had these conversations, but what's really important to me is, uh, we, I want to talk about the controlled demolition that they do with the weather. I was I, like, you witnessed chemtrails, like you saw them in the sky and you're like, holy shit, you, they made that fucking big rain cloud, not rain. And then, you know, and, uh, I was under a rain cloud that continued to rain. I was in Nashville on May 2nd. 2010 there was a flood in nashville there in two days there was like 20 inches of rain somewhat and um it it was a memorable thing that was in the newspapers and i believe that they do that to show what they can do it's like a display to others of like their abilities you know um and it's you know it was it's will always be they in nashville they called it a thousand year flood it, won't, it never happens in a thousand years And oh, you know, and um, like I was like our, our street was destroyed and there's no more houses there. It's just like a children's park now. Um, and they got plaques and shit and people died on the next street over, you know, and there are people trapped in their houses on this street I was at. And like it was biblical. It was the scariest thing I've ever seen. And like even my cat had like post-traumatic stress. Like if it heard trickling water, it would piss itself because it was so scared. Like, um, So I'm, I survived an event that I believe was controlled weather that was, um, and that's, you know, your Franken-skies talks about that. And if you look at the directed energy weapons um, that they have and what happened to the Twin Towers how there was burned out cars that had melted aluminum rims and the papers inside the cars were unburned. It's because it, it, it was like a microwave. You know, it, um, the way the microwave will melt if, uh, if you put metal in a microwave, it does that. So it's the same effect like in California and in Oregon where they had those fires, there would be melted rims. Would, this aluminum would just melt down the street. I've seen the pictures. And then tree leaves were unburned. I I believe that this was, and like, if you look at Australia, they clear the way for this new shit to be built. Like after the flood that I survived, they, where they got, everything was destroyed. They built a huge police station. Right. Where there was nothing else anymore. (laughs) They, and it's like a fortress. They, this place, I mean, it was, it's like West Nashville. That's on, I forget what street, but it's this huge fucking fortress, like like rock building that is like three stories high and it fucking dominates the entire like West side of Nashville. And before they, you know, and it's like they're rebuilding in the ashes. They're, they want their new world order, right? They want their agenda 2030 or their agenda 2020 where they're going to terraform the fuck. They want to rewild they want to block off highways and have earth go back to nature and shit, take all the humans and put them in the cities. I believe that the future of what we're going to see is they're going to be using this weather as a weapon to control us and push us into cities and to take us off the land. What do you think about that?
1: Yes, for sure. Um, I'm, still wondering if there might be some really big event next year 2022 Mm. uh, to really push this agenda forward it would probably be like um, some sort of uh, coastal devastation uh, because of a tsunami or something like that because of a off-coast earthquake right like like what they did to Japan like exactly what they did to Japan but to us and and to really just kind of devastate a region and then turn it into a smart city and be like this is how we're going to do things nowadays kind of thing um there i mean there's there's dystopian films like like blade runner and stuff like that like how are they going to get there how are they going to get to where they want to get and they're doing it slowly but surely you know um oftentimes when they flood a city and kill a bunch of people like you said Mm -hmm. i think it's just to like have a headline for the Yes. world so they can show the world hey global warming's so bad look at this yes. oh my god we gotta That's... we gotta do something we gotta do something i agree a huge element is that <laughs> but at the same time and then also i mean they're sharpening their tools yes they're 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 consolidating farmland they're doing so much i mean so i mean i have to mention that every time a tornado comes rolling through bill gates becomes even more so the largest agriculture farm landowner in the united states you know they gobble up these things for pennies on the dollar and it's just it's systematic it's like they kind of know how to live forever and they don't care if the drought costs 10 takes 10 years and they can then pick up the land slowly but surely and they just do it they do it in california i mean i just got back from mount shasta it's a huge volcano mountain beautiful up there I've, i've been up there in northern california yeah completely bare Uh, It was orange rock and sand, not a drop of ice or snow on the whole volcanic mountain. And it's never like that. It feeds the entire Sacramento River. It's usually like a glacier. It's been so geoengineered and the storms have been um, uh, deterred from just the mountain. The neighboring mountains, Mount McLaughlin, big volcano, much smaller but still volcano, um, and um, other neighboring mountains, Mount uh, Hood and what have you, they all have... They all have uh, snowpack. Just Mount Shasta is emptied, and it's a direct attack. And so they pick certain regions. They do a slow and steady attack. I mean, Mount Shasta
0: is right in the green triangle. Like, Mm -hmm. and if you've been up there, like I've I've been there, and every house has a sign that says "private property, dogs stay away," and the big gates and shit because they're all growing. They all got huge plots with big trees of cannabis and you know that's all that grows up there really nobody really they, they got their own food and shit but they you know that's that's what that whole area is and the the government wants people to buy it from the store they don't want people to get it from the black market that grows up there on shasta like in the trinity county they want people to go down to fucking la and buy it for you know a hundred bucks an eighth you know <laughs> like some bullshit because it's an it's an economics war right and like i'm sure they the the fucking aluminum of the chemtrails they they really soak that area with fucking aluminum to kill the plants to make it fucking um you know to kill the just to kill the plants to kill the livelihood of the people and and it fucking you know it adds to their harp and they can heat the atmosphere with it and all that shit that you know But I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm assuming they attack that area because of the cannabis producing economy that it is. Those people aren't in the system. They're like they're true agorist anarchists that are making their own money cash. And they, you know, they don't need the fucking government schools and they don't need the government laws and shit. They got it all. They got their guns and they got their fences and they fucking do they do it like on their own up there and that's that's the enemy
1: for the system really yeah they're not easily controlled and so (laughs) that that entire region um, has a big bullseye on it right now and massive fires whipping through there the aluminum sprayed in the chemtrails along with the barium these are patented fire accelerants so they dry up the area but then they're also just laid out with this fire accelerants And when the fires get lit through engineered lightning storms or just arsonists on ground levels, they could put out the storms with engineered, geo-engineered rain. They've had the technology since 1912, Yeah, but they don't. They engineer fire tornadoes and wind storms on top of these uh, potentially easy to put out small fires and they erupt into these massive things and they're just clearing out areas. And some of these areas like outside of Chico, California, so the Northern California and Southern Oregon, um, they call it the state of Jefferson. We, I call it the state of Jefferson and it's kind of like this breakaway kind of state of, of open-minded, uh, rights oriented. We will police ourselves kind of, yes. um, freedom, awesome. uh, freedom fighters and stuff like that. And so, um, like just North of Chico is where kind of that region starts Chico, California and they they're burning out paradise california for the second time in a row yeah that
0: one was so scary to watch the videos and these people trapped i mean they they narrowed the road so that you couldn't even get out the road used to be big wide roads so Dude, it was murder so, they're killing so that people. region
1: that region is now burning for the second time oh and my god the after the aftermath of this is basically the creation of these no rebuild no livable non-livable zones so so that's a new world order agenda and it's unraveling because Mm of uh well they're doing it with just fires but they could do it with anything they could say oh hurricanes hit here too often it's a non-livable zone human you have to go live in our city we can't live here anymore sorry (sighs) you cannot live here anymore you know they could do that to any zone based on the tools that they have, you know, even earthquake prone, like coastal cities or right. whatever they, they can do what they want with what they've yeah. got. And I think that they're just building this deck of cards of mm-hmm. this, this fear mechanisms and whatever, right. like it might not just be the nonsense that we've seen. It might just be a, a segue into something else. You know what I mean? Right. This new, so let me tell you another
0: thing about Nashville um, that relates to that when they, they didn't only build a police station there was this poor area of town. They called it the Nations, where each street was the this the name of a state. And like they had these little houses. They were like World War Two, post World War Two little house. Um, you know, living room, two bedrooms, kitchen. That's it. Little box, and the shit with they were cheap as hell, and they were kind of run down, falling apart. And you know, you could you could buy one for like a hundred grand or some shit, and whatever so all these houses were destroyed like all like down to the foundation it was gross um, and so these people came in and bought up the land they would get rid of that one house and they would put two skinny houses on the same plot of land and each one of those is six hundred thousand dollar house and they're it's all rentals mm-hmm. so they we call them everybody calls them tall skinnies you know, and they they just totally rebuilt this entire area. And like at the same time, they were like rebuilding like they were they were building these weird like apartment buildings where they had like stores on the first floor and then like living on the second floor and like a big wide sidewalk for people to eat on on the sidewalk. And it's like if you listen to um, Rosa Quarry um, with her agenda, talking about agenda 21, this is the plan. This is what they're doing everywhere. And like they they're making more money this they're like this shit is worthless scrub it all away and then they fucking you know do what they want with it and like with the fires they can rewild they can you know they can make like they do in australia they're going to make this high-speed train you know rewilding is
1: a radical democrat radical uh left radical left yeah uh, crazy, crazy. Um, dy- dystopian thing to be able to push us off of land and, uh, and also these green things. They're like getting rid of hydro dams under these green initiatives and stuff like that. Right. And it's, it's total psycho nonsense. So I really have to interject when you talked about your, how Nashville is unraveling. So it's hard to because everybody says the same thing. When you try <laughs> to talk to people about chemtrails, for instance, everybody says the same thing they wouldn't do that to us. How oh. could they, how could they spray their own families? And, and, and just there's, there's these certain key catch, right, right. catch catchphrases. Yeah. You know, they think
0: that others think like them.
1: They don't understand yeah.
0: psychopathy.
1: Yeah. It's understandable, but you have to put your shoes, you have to put yourself in the shoes of these really evil soulless exactly. um, uh, sociopaths. They may not be human, I don't know, but you have to really They're definitely look at psychos. It. They don't. They don't have compassion. They have they, no they, care. They, they, you know, they they worship Satan and they worship transhumanism, which is yeah. this um, consciousness transfer into half robot cyborg, partially human. Yes, um, slavery for the humanity. soul. They want to slavery trap your soul into a machine. They want to be able to offer Satan a body in the future and they want to create this transfer of consciousness for him Mm -hmm. or it or whatever it's super bad and evil you don't want to you're not in their shoes you don't agree like 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 slow and steady kim trailing this and this and this and this but to get in their shoes then you start to see what's going on and i swear they know where there's potential resistance so to get in their shoes let's get in their think tank okay Mm -hmm. we're smart let's just do this yeah okay now we're in their think tank we're a bunch of evil scumbags um (laughs) Okay, so in the United States, based on the age that we're going in, as the stars come into this, this new era, we yes. want to own the, the regions through falsehoods and lies and stuff like that, you know? Okay, so we control the United States. So where is going to be our resistance? Well, we, we can look into the crystal ball or we can just think about it. We right. probably only got like a dozen cities. We got in places we got to worry about where are the open-minded people that are going to be the resistance, a lot of them are lower income lot of them are this city. Okay, you can look in the crystal ball and see where, like, the heart opening, open consciousness or something is. Maybe they have yeah. that kind of tech with their freaking colliders and whatever they're doing with or all at that. least they have
0: people infiltrated in all these places and they so they know about the zeitgeist. You know, I'm sure. They, of
1: course, of course, all of it. So they only have a, a dozen or twenty cities to, to choose from to infiltrate and attack. So mm-hmm. where I live is a very special place um north of mount shasta is nothing until you get to ashland oregon and it's a very high vibration um, they've been fighting the cell towers there's no smart meters there's no fluoride wow. there's very high consciousness there is this big tower supposed be coming in but they're fighting it we're fighting it we're cool they're, they're it's an open-minded really conscious community yes so um it's all rich as fuck okay oh yeah so there's, it's a housing crisis for like the um, open-minded like cool people, right? So the neighboring community is called Talent and mm-hmm. the neighboring community to that is called Phoenix. It's all in this valley, Applegate Valley, lush, awesome, a beautiful valley. And this is where the main residential parts in this um, around Ashland are. Phoenix and Talent are the towns, you know, like five and 10 miles away from, not even 10 miles away from Ashland. It's where all the cool, the musicians, the artists, it's right. where all the poor people of, live there. Yeah. Yes, it's where the lower income poor people live. Right. When this forest fire, which was not a forest fire, it was arson lighting yes. a fire on a geoengineered engineered windy day. And then all of a sudden, all these houses, boom, boom, boom. The firemen show up and the hoses did not work. All of the oh, fire hydrants man. were off. The emergency system did not go off. We lost 2,400 homes in a day. <laughs> Turned to dust, bro. Wow. So yesterday I went this was uh early September last year so it's been over a year and this is right down the street from my house man like almost a stone's throw like two blocks okay so I'm like right there and I walked to the post office. I see it I saw it I took photos and videos whatever it's on my Facebook on my YouTube they got pulled but it was unreal to see the path of the fire and how it hopped Followed the cell towers, hopped over a freeway from cell tower to cell tower. Where, how could it do that? Melting cars, do, 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 right. ignoring, ignoring bushes, okay? One year later, the trailer park that was turned the freaking dust, where are those families? Now they're building mansions in its spot, bro. Like it's this, like literally they're pushing out the people. And let's be, wait, no, we're in our think tank. You can't throw up your hands. You're Sorry, about- sorry. I'm still yeah. there. Yeah. This is perfect. So we're push these people out of the region. And yeah. in our little crystal ball where there's supposed to be this like heart opening or this revolution or these regions we're worried about, <laughs> we're no longer worried about them because all of the low-income people just got pushed out. We're not even going to give them homes or jobs. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know? yeah. We push them away and then how can they be there to fight? Well, like right. they're, they're called in through spirit or whatever and we find a way is how it is. The, the right. human soul and the God of the Yeah, there's so many different things, but they're trying with the tools that they have to push us around. Smush and, us out, to obliterate us. Yeah, basically. and to take away, like imagine on a national level. Okay, we've got 10 million low-income homes. Let's say we take away 5 million of those. Right. We got 5 million families right. out right. of a house.
0: And they're not given loans because the, the economy's
1: crashing and money's that's, being dis- and pro- dismantled. And we promised them this whole like um, eviction uh, suspension thing. Like, oh, oh we won't yeah. let them get evicted. We won't let you get evicted. They Ooh, keep but- extending it. And then once it goes away, these people are going to fall off the cliff. It's like, no, it has in, in multiple cities. And these people yeah. are just like, wait, I thought you're going to help us out. And it's like, oh, well, that's over now. It's like, well, yeah. you, didn't do, you didn't offer me you know there's no job yeah. the home people are are,
0: if you rely on the government you're asking for it
1: you know it's, it's, it's slow good. and steady man it's right. slow and steady and then ultimately it's a slippery slope to back to politics socialism okay? yeah and in in that and that's collectivism
0: on, it's collectivism it's total control of people it's like owning ownership of like cattle it's the way that they that they it's feudalism you know really it's the next level like they 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 want us to herd us and to keep us dumb like herd animals like that and the way that they treat animals is the way that we're going to be treated pretty soon like we're going to be put through the grinder and they're going to start eating us that's i mean i know that's some black pill shit but the, the real satanists do eat humans and you know they, they, they think that we're worthless anyway. They might, might as well get some use out of us and eat us for food. Like, just wait. <laughs>
1: it's scary shit, but go ahead. So um, back in our evil think tank, the, yes. <laughs> the biggest problem that we uh, have seen and we um, may encounter is the more evil that we show, the more people wake up. Yeah. So for instance, the Christians, the Christians we had nicely divided. There were republicans and democrats and they all came together and paid their dues to christianity but now somehow (laughs) they are not all worshiping satan or they're not half and half they're all coming over to the good side and they're seeing the light because we've been too evil so how to be not too evil i know how i
0: know how you can get them send trump back out there make them do some (laughs) rallies
1: (laughs) <laughs> maybe we'll let him win the next yeah election. <laughs> dude just wait
0: yeah Trump is like Trump actually came to Ohio as this was his first stop on his tour in Lorain County and it was like across the street from my wife's parents house like we heard the fucking you know the music going all these people came to town it was like a dead show like all <laughs> these people from out of town you know and they all got flags wow. and crazy costumes dude he is still wielding them and like he, you know, he was a Democrat, still is a Democrat. You know, he works for them. He's friends with Hillary and shit. You know, he's, he's friends with Epstein, all that shit. And he's, he convinced poor farmers to vote for a guy with gold toilets. I mean, think of the mind control that it is. Like, we as our evil selves, we can laugh. <laughs> we made them vote for the richest, most, evil you know person that i mean the most morally corrupt like richest dude who like why the fuck i mean these people around here they got flags that say miss me yet with a picture of trump and they fucking wave it in their front yard and their house is falling apart they are the poor and they're voting for the rich it's the opposite of what they should be doing it's like it's the total mind control they turn black into white white into black you know it's that's what the Satanism does. They love the mirror. They want to give you the exact opposite of what the truth is, you know. So that's what we'll do. We'll send out Trump again. <laughs> Just wait, we'll get
1: him. <laughs> well, Trump is the ultimate divisive um, yeah. writer. It's quite genius. But we're back into reality. So <laughs> okay. out, of, out, of, out of the think tank, because we could be um, yeah, we could bra- brag about how well Trump did. <laughs> <laughs> what happened with Trump, which was unreal and disgusting, and yeah. very polarizing, I mean, the first day he was basically in office, all of this media leakage of he grabbed a vagina." You yeah. know? And I lived in Canada, bro, in a very small island community, zero activism, yeah. pretty much, you know. And out front of my coffee shop in this little town of like two shops, women with signs) <laughs> of a of a, vulva God, a really <laughs> and they're like Trump grabbed a, a the, the the not the, the vulgar right. word for a vagina right, right. I'm like I'm like you know there's little kids here and I'm like what what the hell's going on? Like the whole world was in an <laughs> sure. uproar. I mean and then it was the wall and it was He like, had him wrapped around there, it, his finger. Yeah, yeah it was just like let's divide, divide, divide and it was like yeah. it was so very much Scary. obvious. I think he kind of just um evoked the evil within everyone <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. but that but that's i think that's part of the astrology that we're in is to kind of the mirroring to show us who we are and what have you and what i was talking about the moon is i think that the sun and the moon are more there for the humans they they're there for us to lead us along in our procession um the moon gives me crazy dreams and oftentimes when they're chemtrailing the moon or chemtrailing the sun, I know it's to block something that's for the humans. It's like right. download codes or whatever to help us along or something like that. And I firmly am in this new hypothesis that definitely the moon's not just some random rock because mm-hmm. the way that it, it interacts with us and what right. have you. And where it's but, placed in the, in the sky, like how
0: its yeah. orbit is is perfectly
1: placed like for
0: different things to happen. and the way it pulls on us with its own gravity and what it does to the tides and that what it does to women's fucking menstrual like i mean Mm -hmm. the way that it's we're connected to it in our reproduction you know um there's a lot to that but i mean it like the duality of this world is like is that is those are those are the biggest examples of that you know the sun and the moon the male and the female like positive and the negative it's really beautiful, like that that the universe or God or nature has given us that, and the way that one doesn't dominate the other in the sky, like one is far enough away so that the other one is the same size when we're from our optics when we're looking at the same diameter. Like it's amazing how that's how that it is. It's like a, you know, you take a good dose of something and think about that for hours. <laughs> you know?
1: exactly i think it's the mother mother and the father and earth and us we are yeah. the, the, the children a lot of it's like the father son holy ghost all these things in the religions i guess they're more so uh symbology of the astrology yes. and and we don't really even people don't even realize what they're actually you know worshiping it seems you know what i'm yeah. saying hey how long have you had the show when did you start it up
0: uh, I started the show at the beginning of the year uh, oh, it was cool. it was just uh, on audio and I still do the audio but I've been collecting videos now and putting the videos out on Odyssey. Um, a friend of mine had had his own show it's uh, his name's James he's got a show called uh, The Hitchhiker's Guide to Truth and like he would have me and like we would talk and he would just record it and And I was always wanting to do a podcast and I've been in the scene for forever. Like I I used to, I traveled and I would visit other anarchists and I would go to the, to the gatherings and shit. And I would meet all the people. So like, I have all this knowledge in there and I understand the big picture. So like, um, you know, I, I started the podcast and around the same time, Pasio invited me onto his network and I was like, well, I gotta I gotta do it now because like I have this opportunity and it was like it was you know it was a blessing handed to me and I'm infinitely grateful because now and then I was also invited to do a presentation um at a friend's um anarchist uh event and um like, I always have all these theories and ideas that I tell people at parties, you know, smoke around the fire or something that I'll tell them about, like, oh, this is what Eyes Wide Shut is all about. And I tell them all this stuff about, like, whatever Kubrick and, and then people would listen and they'd be enthralled. And then it'd be like, oh, great. And then, you know, and now I was asked to make a formal presentation and I put it together just this year and it was like, it changed me around into finding a way to totally turn it into something that's easily listenable, like, and can be traded and shared. So like, I can put the idea into something, a little capture, like capture my idea in this little digital thing and can be shared with everybody for free. And that like, it, it helps me like being an artist. Like I have to, I have to put st- I have to create, and like I feel like depressed and fucked up if I'm not creating, you know. And it, like even even now I'm still like bugging because I don't pick up my camera anymore. Like I'm always at work and I'm always being dad and so like and then doing the podcast on the side and stuff. So But but having that, it's like a left brain release. Like I can release all of the thoughts and words and ideas and and then like. Um, I also have a t-shirt thing. I do t-shirts and that can be like my right brain. Like I can put that together, like have visual images and it makes me feel better. I just like, I'm more comfortable as myself while I'm when I'm creating and like I was I, synchronicity gave me this and now I just have to be standing in my, you know, be my best self and just let it happen. You know what I mean? I have faith that, that I will say the right thing at the right moment because I, I trust you know, and I'm so um, you know I'm I'm delighted to meet you and to 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 meet others and um, this has expanded my you know my own knowledge and my ability of learning how to to speak and you know and to to interview others like um, I th- I just think it's I'm so thankful and. Uh, you know, it's, it just started this year, but I've been living the life and, you know, on the, on the road and going to conferences and like helping film different things and meeting other speakers and going to events. And so I've, I've been in the scene for a long time and it's good that I can like finally pop my head up and be like, Hey, I got stuff as well, guys, you know, and like, you know, release some, some art it's really a wonderful thing i, I, I just i'm just so happy
1: <laughs> awesome that's beautiful it's so important to find the balance and, and use both sides of your brain we're not machines and um, getting it all out there in like a digestible uh, format for people to like be able to watch a presentation I crammed so much chemtrail stuff into like an hour and a half presentation, but getting yeah. it out there, getting it out there, getting feedback. You did a great it, job. Man. It's really oh, like,
0: it's, it's so much and it like is concise and powerful. It's really well done.
1: Thanks. Yeah, I've given that presentation a bunch of times. But um, tell me, did Kubrick, uh, Stanley Kubrick, did he get killed for making Lies Wide Shot? Did, so. did the movie even get finished? Is that the story? Uh, yeah. The. The truth is that, I mean, so
0: far as I can tell, they didn't cut anything out of the movie. I think, and if they did, it had to come from the end, because Kubrick lined the movie up with itself in one-hour intervals. It's crazy, but if you if you get to a certain point, it's like 17 minutes or something like that. Uh, one of the characters um, says an hour and he looks at his watch and if you skip ahead an hour that's the exact moment that Mandy is there and that's Mandy was in the bathroom and so it's like it's the same characters doing something that's related to each hour and like it's perfectly timed with the, the clock so I think that is that is Kubrick giving us evidence that it's not clipped and he didn't even say in words who they are he put in the portraits so it's like they can cut out words but they can't cut out images like it's part of the image so it's like um he gave family crests and portraits that are probably people related and then in other movies like lolita the guy quilty gets shot through a a portrait it's a portrait of a woman and the the one pedophile shoots him and they're playing ping pong it's like the kubrick is teaching us things with these like he's teaching us what ping pong is and how it's related to pedophilia he's teaching us like the mind of a pedophile with lolita like the ways that you know the the hollywood elite the the writers that have a fucking witch for a wife will like go through all these manipulations to steal a child just to rape it and to make porn movies out of it with it and like you know Kubrick and and he shows us that Quilty is like the elite and he lives in this ornate house that's like all bunch of you know drunk you know you know alcohol bottles all over the floor like totally disheveled everything is destroyed like he doesn't care about the art is just like destroying this. Well, anyway, so like it's Kubrick is like using his films to teach us things because he knows that they're going to always be there, like because of their, you know, the ability to see a movie again, you can have it recorded and, you know, it, it's like, he's giving us these, these ideas and images into our subconscious that we can learn more about the world just by absorbing the film you know what i mean like we can learn about the mind control that turns young boys into killers by watching full metal jacket and you don't even get what the movie's about but he's teaching us that it's mind control and it's turning them into murderers and like joker says to the camera i wanted to be the first kid on my block with a confirmed kill you know <laughs> and like that's what the movie's about like how do you turn a kid into it a- and then at the end they got the mickey mouse club song and and then if you look through the rest of the film, there's little instances where Mickey Mouse is there in the background and stuff. And like, then you learn more about Disney and the military and how they're connected with mind control. So like all of these are like, they're windows to like rabbit holes. You know, Kubrick was really, he was a autodidactic and he would read everything and he, and he was part of this, you know, he was part of Hollywood. And then he escaped Hollywood to go with his young daughter family to England to get them away from Hollywood, you know, like he knew what it is. And, um, you know, like he created AI, the film, and then he gave it to Steven Spielberg because Steven Spielberg is a notorious pedophile that like destroys children. And like he wanted to like give him this thing so that he he's working. I thought, I think that it's like a, Kubrick is revealing Stanley, or I mean, revealing um, uh, uh, Spielberg to himself, like, look at what you're doing, buddy. You know, like who would want a fucking robot child that never grows up and is a robot, does everything you tell it. Like a pedophile, obviously. You look at all the other robots in the movie, they're all sex slaves. And you're like, hmm, you know, that shit doesn't really register the first time. But like the more you watch it, like you realize like this kid was built for pedophilia. Like, why did they create this child? Like, you know what I mean. And then the trauma that it endures, and like, and there's little, there's symbol, like these, you know, the dad is like changing the baby, and he's like, and the mom is like, oh, uncomfortable, can't see, and like, he's like, you know, and then there's like this flash of like a gold chain with a little fucking emblem on it. That's fucking. That's directly related to pedophilia. They fucking put little gold chains on the victim kids to like show that that's, you know, it's owned by the that whatever Nambla member is, is like owning that kid. So like Kubrick has all is like giving us the truth. And he was, I swear to God, he was murdered. I think that he knew that 2001 was the year that they were opening their new world order. And that's what 2001, A Space Odyssey was like, the apotheosis of the Satanists. Like, you know, it takes violence and domination to like to to get to where to, to space where um, you know and and that's what brought man out of the bondage of of the Garden of Eden and into you know Lucifer's gift to to be free from God like this is how they think like it's um, and they killed him six hundred and sixty six days before January one two thousand one like that's when he died it's like mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it was totally a message to everybody. And uh, they used him as best they could. And then he was given so much truth. They were like, we can't let him do this shit anymore. And, but he had the rights to all the final edits of his film. And that's, that's the one time when they had the ability to edit his film, but I don't think it was edited because unless it was at the very end. But at the end, the daughter is stolen by the cult to be a sex slave MK ultra sex slave, just like her mom was. So like, it's all there. You can see it all. And um, I talk about that. Like I, I get really, and I'm really into films and like
1: photography and Kubrick was a master photographer, you know
0: thank you for asking me it just unloads out of me i can't stop talking i'm sorry
1: man. no i'm I'm a, I'm a filmmaker too and i like films yeah, yeah. and i like digesting these things the, the ai is a big global warming uh, propaganda thing too and and right. trans and transhuman
0: and I mean, the moon the moon is a big element that
1: fucking flesh
0: fair where they're killing off all the robots the moon was the thing they were scared of
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, I'm
0: sorry I interrupted you.
1: No, 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 it's really deep, and mm-hmm. um, there's an awesome uh, fluoride disclosure. In, <laughs> oh um, yeah,
0: and Doctor Strangelove.
1: And Doctor Strangelove. Theory of Essence. Yeah, yeah. And that's really cool. Yeah, um, yeah. What's really fascinating is we hadn't quote gone to space, and it, when that 2001 Space Odyssey was made, so yeah. that was the first time the human construct, the human consciousness, had quote seen space. Right. so to, Im- to implant this like fake imagery it's so powerful and i think he definitely knew what was up and then also mm-hmm. the shining you gotta you gotta talk about the shining really oh, yeah, yeah, quick yeah. the apollo mission and all that disclosure I, and what have you and that yeah. have you deciphered that one as well j sure. j wiener j,
0: j and his his idea and the the fucking sweater is like obvious and you know mm-hmm. it's launching he gets up from the carpet you know so that does that all makes sense um and that that film that uh room 237 was like a trigger for my brain to be like cling bling you know oh shit yeah and then now and then once I saw that then it was like oh yeah and I see all the other things and the other movies and like I see how the movies relate to each other and like mm. you know how you know Quilty was shot through a portrait and like the portrait in Eyes Wide Shut in the in the in the the sex room i guess like there's this huge portrait on the wall and it's like this ornate freaking thing and it's like the only thing the room is built for this portrait you know and and like everybody's fucking in front of it and he's like you know looking at all the fucking through the portrait like he's the master of the house you know and it's like they're telling you he started and he wanted to make eyes wide shut after lolita was going to be his next movie but he kept putting it off and putting it off off. i think because he knew what it was going to do to the whole, thing. he was putting it off so that he could keep making a few more films before they murdered him.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah. Well, if he knew what was up, then he knew what he was dealing with. And yeah. um, to be able to write and direct, I don't know if he edited it, but to write and direct a movie he edited, yeah. and edit, to, to be able to write, edit, and direct your films, you're creating a masterpiece. You've yeah. got so much power. Right. And the, the, to, to comment, the human mind is incredibly um, malleable and susceptible to subconscious literal infiltration, yes. okay? We, we are very much um, children in it all, just kind of absorbing. We're sponges, we're sponges, you know? Mm-hmm. And when someone sent me the other day, Terminator 2, Terminator 2 has this three scene, like not even like a half of a second scene that's 9-11 um, predictive programming. It says caution 9-11. And to think wow. that Hollywood would put that in terminator right. two just to consent the masses and to get them predictively programmed. And to they like, they
0: terminated two
1: the the, the
0: towers. Wow. They yeah. terminated yeah. them.
1: Yeah. All of it. All of it yeah, is yeah. is because we are are so easily i mean we're programmed i mean there's so many different words for it but it's t2
0: twin towers like two t's twin Mm. towers Mm. like man there's yeah there is a lot and they you know and when they work for them they might not even know why they're putting it in there they might be told hey put this in there you know who knows
1: they have no clue but yeah. it's impressionable that's right. the word i was looking for right. the entire human consciousness is impressionable yes and we don't realize that we are consenting and conceding and co-creating and manifesting and programming predictively programming like okaying these weird satanic elite things because yes. they know the powers that we have and that's that's why right. And then to be Where able to the make creators? all those moves? kubrick has a whole series of movies and sure. for them to be interrelated and to bring people through this journey of waking them up playing see. yeah it's a magical beautiful thing and i wish that he was still alive Me Thank too. You for all the amazing movies what's your favorite one? Yes. one oh i, I probably
0: eyes Watch shut is his best i think his most beautifully shot perfect movie mm-hmm. um but yeah i guess that's the best one you can't yeah. say clockwork huh you can't say clockwork clockwork orange is on like is it it gives you the it gives me the feeling of anxiety like he's so good at what he it's like watching a a horror movie almost he's like and um i have to get like i have to watch it again and again to like but i mean it that right there is mk ultra the government mind controlling people you know and the one right after that is full metal jacket the government mind controlling people like you know it's like he's taking you on a like a journey of understanding the elite and the evil powers that we are fighting like Barry Lyndon is like this dude is a rascal like scrapper who who gets accepted into the elite society and climbs the ladder you know and you get to see how all the people up there have like dirty souls they're all fucked up you know and and he himself like whips his stepkid and he's like, you know, he's he fucking as strange as his wife and he's like alone and drinking all the time. Like um, there is no happiness, like with the, the money and the power, you know, and like Kubrick is showing us, he's, it like, it destroys people, you know, and it's a beautifully shot film. It, like, it's like, it looks like a painting, you know, it's wonderful masterpiece. Um, and, you know, and then the shining, Is like he that was the beginning of when he started, like he learned about um, subliminal messaging. Like he studied like uh, what alcohol and cigarette companies do and like how they put like different shit. Like you'll see in a photograph of like an alcohol advertisement, there'll be like boobs in the ice or like, you know, a cigarette ad will have like a skull and crossbones like in the ashes, like just woven. In there to like give your subconscious this desire, you know, like we have root desires, like like for sex and for death. Some people have death wish deep down, and that's why Starbucks. they smoke. If
1: you, if you know the Starbucks logo, it's right, all right there. It's all yeah, right
0: yeah, and like that is like it's helping to you know program us into a certain way, and so he he learned all that, the triggers and how to do that. And so that's why The Shining was so different of a film than all his other ones. Plus that was the beginning of VHS where you could rent a movie and see it again and again. Like all the other ones were like, you gotta go to the theater and you gotta pay money. And it's like, you know, it's a one-time experience. You know, this one, he knew that people were gonna see it. And he was using VHS in the filming. Like he would run um, videotape, before he ever started doing film because he's trying to save the film because he wanted to run as much film. He would shoot and shoot, but that was the magic is he could like, because he kept shooting through it and seeing what was possible. He, that way you get all those synchronistic moments that triggered his mind. Oh, that's related to this. And then he could clip that out from the editing. You know what I mean? Instead of just, okay, run through the lines five times. Okay, that's good, done they'll run them through like 90 times until the people like don't even the the actors like don't even have a sense of self anymore they're just like saying these words again and again and again where they like lose it consciously and they become subconsciously more expressing and then you know and if he chooses the, the correct people like he can tease out the best that he can like he uses them you know to it's really amazing. Kubrick is the most genius director ever, I think.
1: Sounds like you'd make an amazing film director. I think <laughs> the, most, the most incredible thing about art is to evoke an emotional response. Yeah. I mean, some people like to evoke different emotions, but I mean, Kubrick evoked just about all of them. Yeah. And that's why things are so beautiful in the, right. in the art world. And for Franken-Skies, what I, what I was hopeful to do is evoke empowerment and inspiration and not fear because all of these different subjects can scare the crap out of people and in fear we're disempowered that's what the mainstream likes to do with everything is disempower and through disempowerment we're in this fear frequency and we're not gonna we're not gonna rally together on a vibration of of unity and truth and especially if we have a learned helplessness if all we know
0: is like it's the hunger games and you're going to be put in this system of slavery. And the only chance to get out is to be in this murder contest. Like, you know, people don't want to play the game anymore. They just give up and they just take the slavery because they're just like, Oh, they got no spirit left. They, they think it's no use, but the more this shit cracks open and the more that people start waking up and doing shit, like in Italy, I heard just yesterday that um, the, the, protests over the weekend the cops took off their riot gear threw it on the floor the ground and went over and hugged the protesters like that that shit can happen They, the the be true to to heart and to to love and the the people on the evil side don't want to be doing that you know they they think they have to it's their orders their mind control tells them to do so but that mind control can be wiped away And the more that, the more that the Satanists are exposing themselves, the more that their, their, you know, order followers are going to be like, no, I, you know, the, the military doesn't want to take the shot. And they're like, they're quitting in droves. The, the, the nurses aren't taking the shot. They're all quitting. Like, I think that they're, this is the perfect moment for this message of truth and for what you are putting out and what you're, your actual activist pod, you know, uh, uh, actual activist website is a great place for people to learn. Um, I know that we didn't over this podcast, we didn't go over like what is chemtrails and what people should, they should know that by now, but if they don't, they can go to your website and they can learn all of those things all in one spot. And it's very accessible for people, newcomers, because I'm sure a lot of, a lot of this evil shit is rattling people out of their tree of slavery and they're you know people are breaking loose and they're going to be looking around with not knowing where to turn like what they put poison fluoride's poison i thought it was good for my teeth huh like they're trying to kill us what I thought I voted for him because he plays saxophone on TV, you know, (laughs) like (laughs) the people, their their disillusion is breaking away and their their illusions are breaking off. And they, now they're, they got nowhere to stand. And like, if, if you're there to speak it and others are there, they can hear it. Like they can, it's like you said, it's fertile ground and now's the time to do something. If any of you listening, if you have that urge within you, go do it. You know, it's it doesn't matter if it's not perfect, just keep going, keep doing it and make and just be your best self. And the universe will be there under your feet. You just go out there and step it out, step out into the nothing, and you will the universe will catch you. And it it's a beautiful thing. And synchronicity is on your side.
1: Amen. I love that. Um, and to to segue to just add a a little note whatever you're passionate about there uh, out there in the world like people out there in the world whatever you're passionate about use it use that passion and steer it towards helping the truth prevail it I mean not only does it help you open your heart but it opens this light that can become this like avalanche of light to help your life along and show you the you know your true destiny and what have you but if you're embracing truth and exposing it in your way through music or whatever art form inevitably i want to do this um traveling truth tour of musicians and artists and filmmakers and what have you go around the country definitely come by where you're at in ohio that would be great there's a lot of talent and a lot of open-minded awesome people in the midwest so that's that's right that's true we're all
0: hiding here because no one you know we we all escaped from new york and like (laughs) california and like so it's because everybody around here they got farms and they got you know they're regular people it's sad that they have trump signs in the yard but you know you can't not everybody's not everybody can get to that level yet it's happening it's it's (laughs) churning i'm sorry i didn't mean it so yeah uh, please tell me tell us about this traveling tour you want to have um it would it be like a one
1: day festival kind
0: of thing where you yeah, start at
1: noon and it one day festival um probably like five primary topics for booths uh like 9 11 would be one booth and what yeah. have you 5g maybe and stuff like that yeah. and you know everything else and have speakers on those topics but especially to bring the light and utilize these amazing truther musicians yeah um, my, my homie homage um, h-o-m-a-g-e He's a hip hop artist and his stuff is awesome. He's talking awesome. about. Um, he does this, he has a song called Digital Clouds, um, homage H O M A G. Digital Clouds. That song is sick. But his all all of his albums are legit. He's got an, he's got a rap freestyle that he does going backwards on a skateboard like at Lake Tahoe like the whole time. Eleven eleven a.m. Where I'm at right now. He's um, in Ashland, on the West Coast. He's amazing. And there's all these different people that are, that are doing their part, speaking their truth from their heart. And they deserve a huge platform. Yeah. And once we're on a roll, it's going to be a steamroller across the world yeah. of truth because like these people, the youth, the anyone will walk into this place to like see Talib Kweli or whatever. And they'll walk out of there woke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're really rad and really awesome. And it's coming together just like everything else. And as the stars align and, and the universe gives me an opportunity, I'm definitely going to take it. Wow. wow, that's beautiful. I hope to be a part of that and to contribute somehow in some way. For sure, that's we got wonderful. your shirts. So we're going to get you cranking out shirts for sure. And making, making movies and taking photos. And dude, there's so yeah. much and running a podcast. Dude, like once we start to really embrace truth, we realize, oh my gosh, I knit so well. I could knit this awesome yeah. truth-like shirt and everything that we have that, that our passion, yeah. everyone has a passion. We can, we can turn it and, and, and help it for the greater good and align your actions and your art
0: with your heart and what you care about. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, that's what you did. Like you were, you know, you're just working at a farm and then all of a sudden you really care about this thing that they're doing to us in the sky. And then you, you took your art and your abilities. And you focused it into that channel and then you created this perfect thing, you know, and you, you know, you can be proud of it. I think that's wonderful and everybody should do that. And, and when you, when you're done with the work and you see it finished, it's like, ah, yay, you know, it's such a, just a relief to get it out and have it perfect. I mean, even if nobody likes it, you know, it's something that you did that you personally think is great. I mean, everybody should do that. think that's wonderful and if they can and the internet is totally the abilities now i mean i know they're cracking down a lot of places but there's new abilities on the internet there's ipfs the interplanetary uh filing system where it's a a peer-to-peer network of websites where there's no actual hosting server uh it's totally like they can't they can't take down websites anymore because we're going to be supporting ourselves with our own web and we don't need their fucking system anymore like i think that there's creative people everywhere and once they start using their talent for what matters and this is like exactly what you're saying like this and this this evil shit is going to shake them loose and they're going to wake the fuck up and they're going to start putting their feet they're going to put their running feet on the ground and they're going to go far. I think that this whole thing is just opening up now.
1: It's the new world is going to be ours. It's not going to be their order. (laughs) Yeah, I completely agree. And as the darkness shows itself more and more and more, every single person out there has a reality check. Oh, wow, that's darkness. And if there's darkness, there's light. And if it's dark and light, then where am I? Where do I fall on that? Well, of course, I'm light and I'm here to do something. Oh, wow. But here I am. What can I do? (laughs) How can I serve humanity? You know, it's a beautiful um, metamorphosis that we're all slowly but surely having a, a full reckoning with. And it's a great, great time to be alive. I would never not want to be an activist in this time and space. And as, they, as the world does fall apart, we get to create the world that we always wanted. So it's, it's a perfect opportunity for us to basically rebuild and, and give the children something that they deserve. You know, We yeah. can't offer them either nothing or some crazy indoctrination camp where they got to like wear a muzzle and get all these jabs and whatnot. We can't it's do that. so sad what they're We have to offer them a whole new world and what are we going to create for us and them? It's going to be something beautiful. So it's That's time right. to kind of get our hearts, minds, and souls on that, on that path and start it up Cheers one day at a time yeah. yeah
0: god bless you for saying that man thank you so much for being on my show and uh please everybody listening check out actualactivist.com and where can they find frankenskies to to watch for free is that available for them
1: uh, yeah Frank for sure frankenskies.com it'll take you to frankenskiesthemovie.com i was just able to finally buy (laughs) frankenskies.com um you know you know how that struggle is yeah yeah frankenskies the movie has a link there to the vimeo because the youtube channel got pulled it had so much so many views and love on youtube but you know how the youtube life goes of course I was so hurt, but now I just know that I'm its camaraderie. You're moving with on to better is. things. Like yeah. yeah. And then as well um, on Instagram, S-P-E-R-O, Sparrow. It's a Latin word for hope. And so the name of my EMF protective clothing line is hope, but in Latin, Sparrowgear.com and Sparrow, S-P-E-R-O, gear on Instagram. And shoot me an email if you want to chat, frankensguys at gmail.com. And then of course I'm on Facebook. A lot of people don't like Facebook. Some people are on there. I post memes like crazy all the time and I'm really active on there and I've got over 50,000 followers and I keep trying even though it's censored and shadow banned but I got to do what I can do with what I have and that's Mm -hmm. the tool the resource that I have right now so I'll be plugging along on there and I hope to see everybody in real life I mean I love the internet presence and doing what we can there but I can't wait to get out in the real world and shake people's hands I love going to farmers markets passing out my dvd meeting people in real life and all that sort of stuff I think that's where it's at that's real activism yes face to face smiling faces looking
0: in our eyes and they can they can see that you are a genuine person that cares they hear you speak the words and then instead of just some advertisement or some clickable thing on the web like it's somebody saying something that matters and that's when people listen like when Mm -hmm. it's a person speaking like we're trained to do that as baby well we learn to do that as babies you know um, and that's the best way to get a message across. Like, I agree. And everybody should make physical media that they can hand to people so that it'll be on the shelf somewhere when the internet crashes and there's no electricity anymore. You know, make a make a photograph, make a book, like make something real that people can have forever. You know, that's, that's why I had that. So yeah, please, no, I, so I Sparrow gear, and they can get in touch with you on Facebook. Matt Landman, is that mm-hmm. your name? you on Facebook, right? Yes, sir. And um, and we can, uh, we can all see Franken Skies, uh, frankenskies.com. They can, they can take a look at us. I, I love the movie, and, uh, and uh, I think you did a wonderful job. I think everybody should see that film. And um, and we didn't really mention the gear. It uh, it has metal lining to protect people from EMF, right?
1: Uh, Yes, exactly. Um, EMF radiation comes off of like cell towers and smartphones and Wi Fi and all that sort of stuff. And it's deflected by uh, steel or copper or silver. So the best for clothing for breathability and washability and all that stuff, come to find out, is silver. So I have silver lined clothing. Um, I have the tagline Where There's Hope, There's Always a Silver Lining. Yeah. And so so my company's name is basically Hope. Yes. Pope in a, yes. You know, in that old uh, Latin or Spanish and mm-hmm. Italian and whatnot. And so, yeah, I've got um, anywhere ranging from men's underwear to hats to hoodies to baby blankets to maternity, pregnancy stuff, um, belly bands and maternity aprons. Um, I'm the, and even texting gloves, I've now become the leading global provider of EMF radiation apparel, protective apparel. So please ch- at least take a look, check it out pretty Wonderful. cool. got these Faraday phone bags and what have you. And of course that just funds future activism and guys 2com I'm working on the sequel. So anybody Yay. wants to take a look at that progress as well.
0: Wonderful. And thank you.
1: Thank you for you and being <laughs> a, a beautiful soul and for doing all that you do and for having me on. I look forward to meeting you in person. Cheers, Matt. Same here. I, I look
0: forward to that moment as well. And thank you again. And we've been, uh, you know, this is this has been a wonderful show, and uh, it was great to speak to somebody that that has an understanding of the bigger picture. I mean, you said it yourself; they're Satanists. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't give you that. I didn't lead you along into thinking that everybody knows that they are anti, they are anti-human, you know, and they're working the evils, and and for us to wake up and stand defend ourselves and to keep our our consciousness clean of their mind control. Like that's wonderful that we're all that we're both speaking the same message. And it's like it's a delight to speak to another like myself. And uh yeah, cheers. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see you again uh hopefully uh when you if you get your your movie uh produced when you get your movie produced we we would happily have you back again to you know, tell us the, the adventure of making that film and how it's been progressing and so thank you again and uh, uh, we'll see everybody next time on Wake the Dead Wake the Dead has its own line of fine art t-shirts fine art photographic prints you can wear more designs are being added all the time available at storefrontier.com slash illusio Here you will also find many classic designs like Gadsden's Sweet Leaf Anarchy Pyramid and Three Percenter Phoenix made to engage people with constructive conversations help support Wake the Dead while buying creative art at the same time storefrontier.com slash auctoritas illusio spelled a-u-c-t-o-r-i-t-a-s-i-l-l-u-s-i-o. Thank you.